Welcome. It is ROH Dishonorable Discharge, Episode 4. And I swear to Satan, if that fuck Zack Sabre is in this episode, I will punch someone straight up the dickhole. Like, wrist fucking deep, dude. We start off with the Dalton Castle and the boys in six-man action. They are going with the narrative that Dalton and the boys are not on the same page. Um, potentially leading to a breakup. Maybe the boys will find that they actually have names. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it is still very odd to watch two men strip another another man um, when I am have this tab open. Normally it's the other tab that... I put an incognito mode, if you know what I mean. Uh, they are facing Lifeblood. Lifeblood is made up of Juice Robinson, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, still the worst name in wrestling, Bandito, and Tennille Dashwood. Now, those of you who are not fans of anything outside of WWE, Tennille Dashwood is the former Emma, who, after discovering that she's not actually on the spectrum, she became a bitch. Robinson starts with Castle, and I have a question for Jason. Now, Jason, you hate Juice Robinson, but love Tennille. So how do you manage to keep an erection while watching Lifeblood? Let me know. Hit me up in the comments. Juice and Dalton keep diving outside the ring, but neither can get a suicide dive because the other one dives back in. This lasts for way too fucking long. This shit is dumb. Tracy Williams tags in, and the boys went in. How do we know the boys went in? Because they continue to go... Boy 2 gets tagged in. He hits a couple of chops before taking in Boy 1. Yeah. That's difficult to tell them. So it's not difficult to tell them apart. It's just difficult because they both are named Boy 1 and Boy 2. Like, if you said... Was it Brett and Brent? I think that's what their names are. They're the Tate brothers. I know that. I forget their first names all the time. If they had actual fucking names, it'd be a lot easier to, 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 like, type this. But I keep having to fucking say boy one or boy two, and it's fucking stupid. Uh, Tracy winds up taking both dudes out. Um, and I really don't... I really don't know what to think about this match. Like, I'm always... You know, not always, I shouldn't say that. I'm for, like, comedy shit in wrestling. You know, I'm for having a good time. And Dalton and the boys is normally fun. Right now, they're kind of dealing with the storyline where they're, like, at odds with each other, which isn't fun. Um, but then you've got Lifeblood, which has Juice Robinson, who sucks. And Bandito, who is okay, I guess. Um, and then you've got Tennille, obviously, who's fantastic looking but doesn't do much outside of anything looking good and then you've got tracy williams who also sucks um well you know he's a good wrestler he's just boring and he's got a dumb fucking nickname sorry get a new nickname dude hot sauce is not a good wrestling nickname what was i talking about now oh yeah that's right um so we go from that to a commercial and I have a question for you fans out there. Do you think that the washed-up baseball player that keeps hawking dick pills snorts them up his giant nostrils? 
Just asking. We are back from Dick Pill commercials, and Bandito is now in the ring. Ian Rick and Morty says Bandito is a box office draw, and I'm not sure he knows what that actually means. Uh, again, I feel bad for the Tate brothers, considering that we have to go by Boy 1 and Boy 2, and I also feel a little bit bad for the announcers to have to continue to call a match where the two of the contestants, contestants are named Boy. Bandito takes the boys out, and Juice gets in and yells, All right, boys! Juice then hits a series of punches, and then a cannonball, and then a series of punches, and then followed by a couple of chops before he does an airplane spin. While he's doing the airplane spin, Dalton Castle on the outside yells, He's just a boy! Which was actually a funny moment in this match. Um, Juice hits the juice box? God damn it, he sucks. Uh, he then hits Pulp Friction. God, you suck. Uh, but Dalton pulls him to the outside. Colt makes a Cody Banks reference, topical. And Bedito dives and only hits Castle. Now he dives over to Neil, avoids hitting her at all, avoids hitting Juice, and only hits Castle. That was actually pretty impressive. I will, I will admit that. Uh, Bandito takes in and... Um, boy 2 misses a kick and hits Castle. Because of course they do. Because that's what we're doing right now. Castle tries to hit a powerbomb reversal of a Hurricane Rana. That's right. You heard that correctly. He tried to hit... He, he tried to turn a Hurricane Rana into a powerbomb, which is something that normally happens. Colt says he tried for a reverse German suplex. The fuck are you on about? Okay, buddy. Um, so at this point, I feel it's only, I feel it's important for me to mention, um, how fucking terrible the refs are in ROH altogether. So, you know, we continue to talk about, uh, in WWE, the fact that we are getting kind of a return to form for tag team wrestling. We're getting a lot more emphasis put on them. So in ROH, like, they put emphasis on the tag teams, but then proceed to, oh, you know, not actually follow any of the fucking rules. Um, and this is, of course, apparent with the fact <laughs> that the boys switch places. Like, they do twin magic, essentially. And the ref then allows Castle to break up a pin attempt three fucking times. You only get one. You only get one time that you can actually break up a pin, and then anything after that is considered a disqualification. But apparently not for this fuck. Uh, or any of the fucks, for that matter, because they all are fucking terrible. So, from there... Um, Bandito hits the 21 suplex for the win. 21 suplex, I think is what it's called. I don't know. I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Nobody's listening to this shit anyways. Uh, yeah. So that match was a match. Um, of course I'm interested to hear what, uh, what Jason feels about that, because, you know, he hates Juice Robinson. So we cut to a promo, and I hate Jay Lethal's voice. I think it's boring. I think it's nasally. 
I know I can't, I shouldn't say much because my voice is fucking terrible, but I don't get paid for this shit. He does. He cuts a boring fucking promo on working Madison Square Garden. For a guy who can actually cut good promos, this was terrible. And so here, here begins my issue with this. The entire build to the G1 Classic is that everyone's excited about working Madison Square Garden. That's not a good enough reason for me to watch G1 Supercard. I don't care what venue they're in. It's all going to look the fucking same. It's a ring with a bunch of people surrounded by it. What the fuck do I care if they're in New York or New Jersey or fucking New Holstein? I don't give a fuck. What I care about is the matches. What I care about is the matches that have a story to it. Why the fuck did I just watch the six-man tag team match that has nothing to do with G1 Classic, or Supercard, sorry. Why did I just waste all that time doing that? Why did I just listen to Jay Lethal cut a fucking promo where he doesn't mention his con- his competitors that he's facing? He doesn't mention anything. He just mentions, God, it'd be good if I could win, if I could retain my championship at the end of the day. But it's so cool because I get to work fucking Madison Square Garden. Well, good for you, buddy. But you know what? That doesn't make me want to sit there and get off my fucking lazy ass and move over to another couch cushion and watch fucking G1 Supercard on whatever it's going to be on. Maybe this, Honor Club, I don't know. We then get the ROH New Japan War promo for G1 Supercard, but it's nothing but shiny graphics. No matches. There are matches booked. They just don't mention them here. Then we get a promo from the Nabriscoes. They are outside next to their truck, shaking the camera. The Nabriscoes also don't mention any opponents or build at all to their match. They talk about Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Great. I'm so excited. So, so excited for G1 Supercard. Homosexual Val Venus arrives, and let me tell you, all the abs in the world won't save that face, Rhett Titus. He is facing NWA National Champion Willie Mack. Goddamn, that belt is fucking ugly. He has a red strap with a fucking US map on it. Great design, Smashing Pumpkin. You think you maybe could fucking update that to, you know, maybe throw some, I don't know, fucking lions or something on it? I don't give a shit. Something better than a fucking atlas. For a title belt. <sighs> Don't these fucks have a big show coming up at some fucking arena? Why the fuck am I getting the second straight ROH episode with fuck all going on? They seriously just had the champ and the tag champs give promo on the fact they're working MSG and did not talk about their fucking competitors, did not build towards a match at all, and now I have to watch this shit that has zero fucking bearing on ROH other than the fact that maybe when Rhett Titus shows up again in four weeks when they decide to use him again on TV he might have the world's ugliest title belt around his waist here's another thing Willie Mac sucks Rhett Titus looks like a rapist I don't give a shit about NWA's European title and I don't give a shit about watching this match either I wanted to watch Marty Skrull and Matt Taven 
and Jay Lethal fucking get in the ring and talk to each other and talk about the fact that the three of them are in a match coming up. I mean, you can talk about those matches, right? I understand if you can't maybe talk about some of the New Japan matches, but you have, like, matches that are just ROH competitors in it. And clearly, you can you can show their fucking logo on it, so why the shit can't you fucking talk about this shit? Alright, so Colt says that Willie Mac can do it all. I say he can, except eat a balanced diet. Mac hits some slaps before Red Titus reverses, and Mac no sells his chops. Uh, Mac hits a running suplex, then gradually picks him up. Uh, Rhett with a dumb punch, gigantic fucking wind-up that everyone could see coming, fakest fucking punch in the world, before he kicks Mac in the knee. Rhett hits a running knee, which sends us to a commercial. Because of course it does. Um, we return, and sadly, this match is continuing to go on. Mac hits a suicide dive, and I think I'm going to go do the same. Uh, so try again. Uh, a little bit of time has passed. Just wanted to let you know, I jumped off my house, but it's only two stories. And I wound up landing in a gigantic puddle of mud, and still alive. So I guess I got to finish this. Mac hits a Samoan drop and then a kip up into a standing moonsault. Mac then hits a stunner, then goes the top rope and hits a frog splash for the win. So I guess his finisher is I'm going to take every finisher from the 90s and do it? I mean, he missed the choke slam, but whatever. <sighs> that was a nothing match. The ref then hands Mac his construction paper title and sends us to our main event, which is a tag team match with nothing on the line and nothing to gain for either team. We cut to Bully Ray. Bully Ray says G1 Supercar, Supercard, Madison Square Garden. That's pretty much the entirety of his promo. Oh, he says um, that he is the only one who has worked Madison Square Garden at this point, which I don't believe. Um, also, Madison Square Garden is largely considered to be like a subpar arena at this point, that it's like old and doesn't have good amenities to it. Like, yeah, you know, so yeah. So everyone is so fucking excited because we get to watch some wrestlers go to a fucking dilapidated building. Suck my dick, New York. Bully says he will steal the show, and he is doing an open challenge for a New York City street fight, which I'm sure is different than a Brooklyn street fight or an Oakland street fight. Well, I guess an Oakland street fight is pretty much just any fight. Um... But, yeah, so, Bully Ray, open challenge, yippee fucking do. Uh, coast to Coast will be taking on Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. Shaheem Ali and Fuckface McMoron are coast to coast, and they continue to talk about the fact that Ali was in a car accident and is now back. Nothing about the other guy, to the point that, I don't know. I mean, his name is three fucking letters, so I didn't, I didn't care to pay attention. It's too bad that Jay doesn't have a championship match in two weeks that they could be building towards here. Uh, so, Rick Aroli says that Jay Lethal is the greatest wrestler in the world. Calm down, dude. Uh, Shwarma Ali starts with Lethal. 
Uh, they are doing a good job of making you think Ali and Fuckface can win this by saying Lethal is a better wrestler than both of them. They're making a mistake by facing these guys. Oh, dear God. Fucking please have mercy on their souls. Fucking Ali is pretty much Glass Joe at this point, trying to fight against fucking Bull Durham. Bull, Bull, no, Bull Durham. Bull, what the fuck was that guy's name? Piston Honda, sure. <laughs> it's, still, it's still funny. Fuck off. Um, yeah, so LSD and Gresham then go at it, and Mustafa Ali gets in and coast to coast to a double roll and to a double drop kick. Ali hits a float over splash. Uh, Ricky Ticky Tabby makes it about himself by talking about how he once called Jay Lethal in a Future of Honor match back when Lethal was just a rookie. Lethal goes for a figure four, but it is countered. Gresham continues to work on Ali's knee, and we have to take a break, fuckers, but because it's the last break of the show, it means that we won't actually be going to break, because apparently this time we can actually cut out the commercials. All the other times you got to throw in our dick pic commercials. Ali hits an angle slam, and he tags an MSG. EST allows Gresham to tag out and hits a springboard crossbody, but Lethal is a legal man. Lethal attempts the lethal injection, but ESP counters. Lethal counters the C explosion. I don't fucking know. And Ali tags in. Ali requests a free punch? Why? This is so fucking stupid. We're 10 minutes into this match. And you decide at that point, I'm going to give my opponent, who's been decimating my asshole at this point, a chance to knock me out with one fucking punch. Yeah, that's why you're going to lose. Gresham hits a top rope drop kick, and then Lethal hits a facebreaker. Ali and Gresham go punch for punch, before Lethal, who has been sitting in the ring for the past minute, gets up and grabs Ali. So we just don't care about tag team rules then, right? Lethal runs outside to grab PTP, who gets away and breaks up the submission. Lethal and Gresham hit stereo suicide dives. Again, two fucking guys in the ring at the same time. Ref's just like, whatever, I'm going to Subway after this. <sighs> so then they hit a move called the Cornet Cutter. No, really. It's for the win, too, mind you. This is essentially, um... Like the fucking... Like the Bucks have the Meltzer driver. This is just that. Just like a completely makes no fucking sense. Like he throws uh, Gresham into the opponent who launches himself into the air to take the cutter. Yeah. Fuck kayfabe. So after the win, Marty Scroll and Matt Taven, the two men who will be facing Jay for the title in two weeks... Oh, no, wait. Nope, they don't. Nope, nothing fucking happened because this episode didn't even mention them. Why? Why did I have to watch this? Why did I just watch an episode, two episodes in the past two weeks, by the way, that did nothing to build up a big fucking show coming up? Your big selling point is, it's in Madison Square Garden. Again, nobody gives a shit except for the fucking douchebag New Yorkers sitting in the arena. Joe dumb shit at home like myself doesn't give a fuck what arena they are. You know, every every episode of Raw and SmackDown starts off with we're live from fucking Bumble Twits, New York and I don't give a shit because it all looks the same inside. Literally nothing is different except what zip code they're in. Why would that be enough 
for me to go, I'm going to spend money on that and watch it, or I'm going to spend time on that and watch it. It wouldn't be. Why did you just waste two hours of TV time on jack shit? (sighs) Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Make sure to go to rundownwrestling.com and vote for our hottest female WWE talent tournament. Because if you don't, I'll find you and kill you. Bye, everybody.